Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Welcome to The Straight Shooting View Hey, what is up people? Straight Shooting LJA here and welcome to another episode of The Straight Shooting View Now, you know what? In this one... I want to tackle the issue of football shirts and social media. Basically money in football. And you know what, yeah? <sighs> Where to start? Where to start after this past summer and some of the deals that have gone down? You know what? Let's start with Ronaldo at the Man United. Let's start with Ronaldo at Man United. And the uptick in social media following that they've had. Now, it's been reported that um, in, what, basically a few hours after Cristiano Ronaldo coming home to Manchester United, their Insta- I think it was their Instagram following jumped up by a million. Which is interesting stuff. Why? More on that later. But you look at Lionel Messi to Paris Saint-Germain as well. Apparently, like he's been selling T-shirts. Oh, God. Gangbusters. Where I think they've sold like a couple million shirts. Um, so, yeah interesting stuff with those two deals but i want to i want to take a little trip back now back in 2016 when paul pogba went back to manchester united we did we we talked about it on pitch talk live and there actually is a i think a pitch talk push point um about pogba returning to man united and the charlton social media deal um, contract, I should say. So have a look at that on youtube.com forward slash pitch talk as well. But you know what? Yeah. Social media following and also football shirts in terms of the business in football are so, so important. Now, I think a lot of people still will underestimate the value and the importance of social media <clears throat> in regards to football. But you know what? Yeah. Certain sponsors have seen it as absolutely critical. And you look at Pogba going back to Man United. I'll I'll stick with them as an example for the moment. You look at that example. That deal was not announced at 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 5 o'clock in the evening UK time. That was announced at like midnight or just after midnight UK time. Now you can see... And I I said at the time that that was for the international markets and, of course, for social media. Because at that time, Adidas had basically one-tenth of the social media following that Manchester United had had at that point in 2016. So that was a major move in regards to that, that £89 million move. Now, fast forward now five years to 2021 and Ronaldo going to Manchester United, similar sort of thing. Because Ronaldo, I think in terms of players making making money off of social media, I think Cristiano Ronaldo is actually tops in terms of that. 
And you got to look at the money he commands via his via image rights and merchandising. It's a smart move by Manchester United to get him back. I think the transfer fee ended up as like 20, 25 million um, and paying him something like 480k a week. But if Man United play it smart, their shirt sales are gonna are obviously gonna move gonna move pretty nicely, but also as well their social media following, which they can capitalize on financially, won't do too badly either. So I think it's basically one of them ones. It, to me, it is football business one on one. Someone with a major social media following that can open you up to new audiences that you didn't have before. So. Paris Saint-Germain have just, as I said, did the same thing, what, a couple of weeks before with Lionel Messi. Barcelona did not want to get rid of Lionel Messi because they know the financial clout and the financial help that he can be. But when you're paying him the astronomical wages you were paying him, Barcelona Barcelona were between a rock and a hard place because they couldn't afford to keep Messi as much as they wanted to. And even this whole restructuring of deals and having a reduced deal and all that, well, Messi's not a Messi. I don't think needs the money, but at the end of the day, with footballers, as I've said before, make that money whilst you can. So it's one of them where it's where it's like, <clears throat> I said, Barcelona clearly didn't want to get Barcelona clearly didn't want to get rid of Lionel Messi, and who would want to? Especially when you factor in, he's been at the club for he'd been at the club for what twenty one years. So it was one of them, but you know what? I said the Pogba, Adidas deal, Ronaldo going back to United, and Lionel Messi, especially going to Paris Saint Germain. Paris Saint Germain are trying to market themselves as something bigger than a football club. They're trying to market themselves as a lifestyle brand. That's what they're trying to do. Real Madrid have done it for years. Where they've to where they've marketed themselves as a lifestyle brand, and look at the way Real Madrid have it written in their contracts, where every single every single player who signs up for that club has to sign over fifty percent of their image rights. No other club on the planet can get away with that, but Real Madrid get away with it because they're like, you know what, we are the biggest footballing brand in the world, and they are, they are. They are the biggest footballing brand in the world. So when you pull on our shirt and you represent our club, (laughs) you are using our brand to boost your brand. So we want our cut. Let's go 50-50. So it's one of them. It's smart. It is the business. To me, it is the business of football. And social media in the last few years has been massive, massive business. That's why there's always like every few months there are there are publications such as Forbes um, and Deloitte as well who are talk who talk about the social media followings of football clubs and it's not by accident that it's Deloitte and Forbes and those kind of entities because those and those two in particular are all about reporting about money money and that's the key here especially this year where sides are really counting the cost of what happened with covid sides are really counting those counting the cost arsenal had to take out what a hundred million plus worth of um loans 
and also had to make a load of staff redundant. So this is one of them ones. I'm not I'm not saying for you to feel sorry for them, but the fact is clubs have lost major, major money, like hundreds of millions. So it's one of them where it's like they've got to get it back somewhere. And especially a club like, say, Manchester United with the shareholders, same with Real Madrid, shareholders and being floated on the New York Stock Exchange, you have to account for that money. It's business. It comes down to football being a business. And football shirts, that's lucrative business. If you're selling one shirt at 60, 70, 80 quid a pop, and you're trying to move millions of them to make a deal make sense, and you can bring in one player who can sell a million and a half, two million shirts on his own, just do the maths on that. So it's a smart move. Ronaldo to Manchester Manchester United, Messi to Paris Saint-Germain, and a while ago, I said five years ago, Pogba back to Man United, it's one of them ones. These are all deals that are steeped in commercial... They're basically commercial ventures, really and truly. And the way those deals are announced, the way they're built up to the announcement as well, it's one of them where it is it is commercial. It is commercialism at its very finest, if you want to put it that way. So it's one of them ones. And you look at you look at clubs like say Barcelona. Barcelona are kind of in a are in kind of a funny spot. Same with Juventus. Both of them are carrying a lot of debt. Especially Barcelona, I think, carrying like 400 million worth of debt. They needed Messi and Ronaldo, respectively, off their books. Ronaldo was getting paid 500k a week at Juventus. They needed him off the books. Messi, same thing at Barca. Same sort of money as well. They needed him off the books. Because they wanted to register players like Memphis Depay, like um, Sergio Aguero. They wanted to be able to register those players, but they couldn't. Because you look at who's running La Liga as well. This is where Barca's one gets even more messy. Because as well then where Javier Tabas, I've had my views on him. I've done two straight shooting view vlogs on Javier Tabas. So I won't bore you with the details. But it's one of them. Like a real and out loud and proud Real Madrid supporter running La Liga. That kind of tells you all you need to know about Barcelona's situation. And Javier Tebas had the nerve to come out and say, oh, I'm not I'm not forcing Barcelona to get rid of Messi. Well, you basically are. You know what you're doing. But then Real Madrid can potentially buy, what's it, um, Kylian Mbappe for 146 million. So, yeah. Anyway, leaving that hypocrisy aside, it's all about the business. And I said, Juventus and Re- Juventus and also um, Barcelona, remember, they're also two of the three sides, along with Real Madrid, who are still pushing through for this European Super League. Still pushing through with it. And in my view, that's financial desperation is the reason they're still pushing through for it. We want control of our own finances so that we can so that we can monetize everything we possibly can and keep it all to ourselves. We don't want to give it to anyone else. It's it's business one on one, it's ruthless, but it is business. And it shows how much of a business football is. Not just not just with shirts, not just with social media, but just on a general basis with TV revenue as well. Because you look at the rights and the way they're structured in La Liga. It's like, what, 95% go to Barcelona and Real Madrid and everybody else is fighting for 5%. Everyone else is fighting for scraps at the table. 
And Atletico Madrid wanted to be involved in the Super League as well because at the end of the day, they want more, they want more of a piece of the pie. It's a lot more equitable in the Bundesliga who their clubs wanted no part of the Super League and fair play to them. But it's one of them ones where you look at the Premier League, it's far more equitable. It's based on, it's based on a meritocracy where the higher up the league you put in your place, the more millions you get. And that's fair play. That's the way it should be, really. But, the fact that there's five point that, that that there's like five and a half billion pounds just for those twenty sides, not much of it's making its way down. And then you look at the championship where their deal's only worth about eight hundred mil, then you start to see that massive disparity. And as I said there's financial desperation, but there's also greed playing its part as well. Because Real Madrid wanting to still be part of the European Super League is just greed. But I'll leave that for another time. <clears throat> but the fact is, Ronaldo going to Man United and Messi to Paris Saint-Germain especially, I see them as commercial deals because both of them guys are, what, 35, 36 apiece. So even if they both only contribute, say, 15 goals and five or six assists, you've kind of gotten your money's worth out of them at that age. Because both of them, in my view, are past their primes. Still amazing players, don't get me wrong. But both of them are not exactly in their primes. They're not 27, 28 in their prime years. But they can still offer something. And also, off the pitch is where they can offer the most. Because these clubs are about revenue. And I said, that's kind of the bottom line. So, it's one of them where it's where it's like, where it's like yes fairy tale endings and all that for Cristiano Ronaldo and all that but at the end of the day I said even if they only get like 15 goals and all comps out of him and about 6-7 assists they've still made them they've still made their money just based off the shirt sales you can tell that story as well where it's like yeah we got one of the biggest players in the world coming home go out and buy the shirt seen seen the player buy the shirt buy the shirt is what them was, and with Messi as well, it's like Paris Saint Germain selling themselves as a lifestyle brand. It's like, well, we got one of the we got one of the biggest players in football here, coming to Paris. It's like, come see the scenery, taking a match, seeing the match, buy the shirt, buy the shirt. <laughs> it all ties into that. To me, it all ties into that, and it is one of them ones. It is, it is football. It is football being a business being ran like a business and clubs generally are as I've always said football clubs are businesses extremely badly run businesses generally but businesses none fee less but you know what I want to know your views I want to know your views as well how important is footballing revenue to clubs in terms of football shirts and social media following as well how important is that Ronaldo to Man United Messi to Paris Saint-Germain and cast your mind back a few years, Pogba to Man United. Are all of these just purely commercial deals for these clubs to make money? Is that what's fueled these deals? Or is it one of them ones where the clubs think, no, you know what, we've got world-class players here. Like, they're going to help us kick on to the next level. They're going to help us win trophies, trophies, trophies for the next five years. What do you think?
let me know. This has been an episode of the Straight Shooting View. Remember, www.pitch-talk.com is the website where you can catch the RSS feed and you can listen to our podcast on our website as well. You can also catch our videos on there too. YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk. You can view our videos there. Special features among other videos there too at pitch talk on instagram we put images up there and vlog previews up there as well also also facebook.com forward slash pitch talk become a fan become a friend become a member of the group join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create at pitch talk on twitter tweet with us follow us see what we are up to oh my word, we are in a lot of places, ain't we? You can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can catch it on Podomatic, Podbean, and also Verbal as well, at G-E-T-V-U-R-B-L, at Get Verbal on Twitter. Give them a follow. We are Verbal Ambassadors and proud to be so. You can go to Verbal.com and catch snippets of what we've done over the years with our content, with our video content and audio content. You can catch snippets on Verbal.com. Give you a little taster of what we have to offer here at Pitch Talk as well. Oh, I have been Straight Shooting LJ and until next time, thank you for your time. See ya! Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website www.pitch-talk.com